Good morning and welcome to Neon and Beyond. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Super excited this morning. We have Kira Byrne in from Green Our Planet. Kira is the CEO of Green Our Planet. And this is something I've always been interested in. Anytime someone says Green Our Planet, I'm all ears. So I'm ready to hear all about it. Good morning, Kira. Good morning, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me here today. Delighted absolutely. to be here. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to hear about your organization. <laughs> and we are going to start from the very beginning because Green Our Planet is not something that I'm familiar with. So if you could, Kira, tell me more about your foundation. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. So um, we are Las Vegas organization, a, a nonprofit based here in Las Vegas. And we were co-founded in 2013 by myself and my partner, Kim McQuarrie. And Kim is originally from Las Vegas. He went to uh, Robert E. Lake or and Valley High School, and then he went on to UNLV. But from there, he ended up uh, going to the Amazon rainforest, where he lived with a recently contacted tribe. And Wiley was, yeah, it's a crazy story. Wow. It, yes, this young man <laughs> goes from Mojave Desert down to the rainforest. Right, and come Wiley, again? <laughs> yes, Wiley's Amazing. there, uh, who comes along but Discovery Channel, as you do. And Kim was the only person there who spoke Yora, the language of the tribe, in English. So he ended up writing the script for the film, and he got into filmmaking. And so he's made films all over the world, from Papua New Guinea to Siberia, uh, obviously a lot of films in the jungle, in the Amazon. And meanwhile, I come from Dublin, Ireland. I emigrated here 30 years ago wow. in 1993. Yes, uh, <laughs> delighted to be an American citizen. And so I met Kim through film because my dream had always to be a documentary filmmaker. My first job in America was with the BBC and I went from there to work for Disney and Kim and I connected that way. And so we ran a film production company in New York and LA for many years. We made films for the BBC, PBS, Discovery Channel, National Geographic and so on. It was, it was wonderful. But in 2013, you know, we'd been thinking to ourselves, we're so passionate about education and very passionate about conservation. And we were thinking, what could we do to give back? We've had very fortunate, blessed lives. And what could we do to give back and where would we do it? And so, of course, Kim grew up here in Las Vegas. And our thought was, well, why don't we help out the schools in Las Vegas in some fashion? And I'll be honest with you, garden program hydroponics was not in our minds at all. We had no idea. But what we did do is uh, we started talking to teachers and principals, and we found out that many of them were quite interested in uh, school gardens, right? And their big challenge was raising money to build the gardens. So we worked with a friend of ours, Jeff Newburn, who at the time worked at Zappos. He was one of their head mm -hmm. developers. And he was an insomniac. And so between the hours of 2 a.m. and 5 a.m., he built this website called Green Our Planet. And on that website, it was like a crowdfunding platform where teachers could go or principals could go and set up a project and raise money for their school garden or any kind of green project, right? Say you wanted to create a community compost or uh, you wanted to change the light bulbs in your kids' schools. You could do it, raise $500, raise $10,000, whatever, on this platform because all the community could go online and give, sort of like Kickstarter, sure, right? A green sure. Kickstarter. And so anyway, so that's how we started, right? But there's such an interesting thing that happened was that here in Clark County, so many principals and teachers went onto this platform to raise money for gardens. And then they started coming to me and Kim and they started saying, hey, um, you know, what do we do now? We've got the garden, but we don't have any curriculum. And we're like, well, we're not educators. You know, <laughs> I don't know. We don't even know how to grow food. However, 
we did say to ourselves, huh, this is interesting because we did say we came back to Vegas to help schools. So maybe we can help the principals. So we actually worked with Three Square, the awesome food bank. I'm sure you're familiar yes, with them. Familiar. Yeah. And they said, hey, we could apply for a grant together to the Honda Foundation. And we won this grant. And this grant allowed us to hire teachers all across Southern Nevada to create this curriculum for gardens. So this is outdoor gardens, right? This is sure. the first iteration. And so, so that was fine. But by, so we started 2013. By 2015, I would say there were about 50 schools on board that had gardens built and were starting to use the curriculum. And the teachers started coming to us and saying, what do we do with the food? Now we've got loads of food. And we were like, mm, farmer's market? And so the schools started doing farmer's markets at their schools. So it was part of the fifth grade curriculum. Students would write a business plan for their garden. You'd have the very... Um, confident students, the marketing team, out of the front of the school with the signs in Spanish and English saying, hey, farmer's market today, calling in their parents, then they're selling their carrots and their vegetables, you know, at the school. So that was fantastic. I mean, most years now, except during COVID, of course, but most years, we actually have two to 300 farmer's markets a year at schools across Clark County. Wow. Right? Yeah, I know. Crazy. Wow. And... Even something crazier happened. We were working with uh, one of our partners, Zappos. Then obviously you know Zappos. And they said, these farmer's markets are really cool. What if you could bring some of the schools together to create a bigger farmer's market and do it at Zappos? You know, they're downtown. Sure. Yep. And Boy, so this like, really taking off oh, at yeah, this yeah. point. Sure. Yeah, and we... And I want to be really clear about that. We are not the architects, the designers, or strategists. We were just at all points going, okay, let's see if we can help. <laughs> right? That was our, that was kind of the mindset that we came into this with. And so we we set this up. Oh, sure. And we were like, I wonder will any schools be interested? Our first year, we had 30 schools, 300 kids. And we did that one year. And then we started doing it uh, biannually. Is that the right way of saying that? Sure, yes. Yeah. And so last April in downtown Summerlin, we had over 600 students, 58 schools, the largest student-run farmer's market in North America in downtown Summerlin last April. And we're having another one this October uh, in downtown Vegas, you know, the yes. Clark County government building, that red building. Yes. October 25th. That's just a shameless plug. October 25th, bring no, your shopping absolutely. bags. <laughs> I'll remind you. This, yeah. I can't wait to, to visit myself. It, it's so fun. It's so fun. And the really fun part of it is it's funny, you know. At first, the students hadn't really been trained in negotiating skills, but then part of the curriculum, which was written by bankers and, and teachers, the bankers were from uh, Bank of Nevada, and so they got together with teachers, and they created this curriculum around the business plan, the profit and loss, the whole thing. But they also had a, uh, some lessons on negotiating, right? So the students sure. work with each other in the classroom, learning negotiating skills. So now everything is so expensive. It started out being like you could get anything for a dollar. <laughs> but um, let me tell you that in April at downtown Summerlin, in a little under two hours, the students made $22,000. Wow. Yeah. And, so, and then the next part of the curriculum is taking that money back to the school and figuring out how do we reinvest this money in our garden so we can make more money, right? So plant apple trees, build more beds, whatever it is they want to do, right? So the students sure. figure that out. So anyway, so that's the farmer's market. At the same time, as I mentioned, this is still 2015. Teachers are coming and saying, you know what? We should really be teaching the students how to cook food. 
And we're like, oh, okay, so how do we do that? And that's our chef program was born. So we started working with chefs from the Strip, because, of course, here in Vegas, we have no shortage of fantastic restaurants, no shortage of chefs. So we worked with chefs from, like, Caesars and the Venetian and Wynn. And, you know, all the casinos would uh, assign their chefs to schools. They'd go in, harvest the food from the gardens with the kids, and prepare food for about 100, 120 kids, so like a, a whole grade level. And anyway, so that was kind of how the program emerged. So we now have curriculum. We've got the farmer's market. We've got the business curriculum, the financial literacy curriculum, and, of course, the chef nutrition classes. So that was the beginning. Wow, that's a huge lunch. Yes, huge lunch. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think the next chapter I could talk a little bit about is what happened in COVID because we definitely developed as a company. So right now today we have 200 outdoor gardens in Clark County schools. So these and most of them are Title I schools. I would say 70, 72 percent. Mm-hmm. And Title I means in lower income communities. But what happened in COVID is very interesting. So March 2020, as you know, the whole world should shut down. Mm-hmm. And our city was one of the worst impacted, right? Because yes. two, over 200,000 people lost their jobs in one day. You know, people who worked on the strip. Yeah, yeah, it was so yeah. hard. Yes. And so, of course, many of our funders who are funding Greener Planet and our work in the gardens are thinking, well, kids are not in school right now. So why are we giving Greener Planet money? Which, by the way, makes total sense to me. And so we lost most of our funding in like that month. Oh, gosh. Right? And so we pulled our team together. I still remember it was like, I think the day before St. Patrick's Day, so maybe March 16th. We pulled our team together. There were 36 of us at the time. And we said, okay, this is where we are. We now don't have funding from over 50% of our funders because the schools are closed, understandably. The Nevada Department of Health is a big funder, as is Department of Ed. And they both also said, hey, we can't fund you unless you're working with the kids. And we said to them, we, need, we can either furlough all of us, right? And who knows where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Or we can work together as a team and figure out a strategy so we can help teachers during this very challenging time. And so the whole entire team voted to help the teachers. So we were like, okay. <laughs> now this is where, and the reason I told you about our, our filmmaking background, this is where our filmmaking came in, right? So I said to the Department of Ed and Department of Health, give us two weeks. I think we're gonna figure something out, a way that we can help teachers and serve teachers in this challenging time. So thankfully, the Clark County School District, who are an awesome partner to work with, they actually allowed our farmers to go into the gardens and still take care of them Mm -hmm. because they wanted us to harvest the food so we could give it to families in need during this very challenging time. And so that's what we did. But what we added to that was we said to the farmers, take your phones and do a lesson in the garden on your phone. And then we're going to edit them and we're going to push them out to the teachers every week. What a great idea. Right? So that's, so, and we had a very fledgling, uh, you know, we'd always had filmmakers on our team, but not a big group. So we hired some more editors. We had the farmers do that. Meanwhile, our nutrition chefs turned their kitchens into studios and they started um, doing lessons in their kitchens, right? Cooking lessons. Sure. We all became very resourceful. Right. So we did. And then our hydroponics team started doing kind of building DIY hydroponic systems using recycled materials and stuff. So we have all of these kind of videos. Every week we would send out an email to, to all the schools and say, here's the videos for this week. And what the teachers loved especially was 
that the kids were able to see their schools, right? So the kids are like isolated at home, but they can see their school garden. You know, they can see Farmer Joe or Farmer Tom or Farmer Yolanda. They can see their nutrition chefs. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. So it was it was really uh, helpful from that perspective. So we created over, right to date, we've over 400 films. They're all STEM. So science, technology, engineering, math, nutrition. We're now working on social, emotional learning and so on and so forth. And all of the films were funded by the Andre Agassi Foundation. So they, and they are so delighted that all of these films are going out to kids, not just across Nevada now, but across the country, right? Wow. So we, we morphed from being, because of COVID, we went from delivering our programs in schools, at schools here, and we were a local nonprofit. Now, suddenly, we have a, a learning management platform for teachers where any teacher can go in, access lessons online, and teach their kids, whether they're in Alaska or New York. Fantastic. Right? So, yeah, so we completely became an online program. And let me tell you a few of the stories. Let me tell you one story because it's so amazing. So during COVID, or just the beginning, we got an email from a principal teacher in Alaska. And he wrote to us and he said, uh, you know, dear Greener Planet, I'm a principal at a small school in Vinita, Alaska. It's 70 miles north of the Arctic Circle. We have 58 kids in the entire school, K through 12. Our village is a Native American village. There's no way to access the village unless you fly in by bush plane. And we have a serious lack of access to fresh food. And he said, when we do get lettuce, you know, gr green onions, whatever, when it does come, it's kind of not great quality, right? It's been on a bush plane. It's been in freezing temperatures. And it costs $8 for a head of lettuce, which is insane. Wow. So he said to us, hey, listen, I've heard about your hydroponics program. So this is our indoor growing program. And he said, could you get those hydroponic systems to the Arctic Circle? And could you teach my students, you know, how to grow food? And we were like, our team was like, yes, we got to do this. So we're like, yes, what yes, yes. What a great opportunity. I know. So it was somewhat challenge figuring out how to get the stuff there. But we did. Our team's amazing. So they got all the systems to Vinita, Alaska. And we taught the students and the teachers how to grow the food. And now they feed their entire community all their fresh food. They've oh got gosh. all the systems. Isn't that amazing? That is this little fantastic. nonprofit. Yeah, and this is because of COVID. And that's why, you know, COVID was awful and it sure. really set our kids back terrible. But, you know, and it was, I'm not going to lie, it was challenging it's for Greener Planet because we lost our funding. But the outcomes are we are now serving over 600 schools from Alaska to New York, Florida, um, you know, Chicago, all across the country. We're in sure. 37 states, over 600 schools, over 250,000 kids. And this year, we're going to double that. We're going to be in over 1,200 schools by the end of this school year. So, yeah, wow. it's exciting. So COVID kind of set that in motion. And this is just another, uh, you know, example of overcoming an adversity that was just, I mean, just unbelievable. But... The, the benefits that came from, from it for so many people and so many groups and, 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 and for people to be more resourceful, uh, it was just amazing. That's just amazing what you're telling me. Yeah, and the, the ending to the story is that there's uh, six schools in the Fort Yukon School District, mm -hmm. north of the Arctic Circle. So we're talking like minus 70 in the winter. We're talking <laughs> really cold. And they all have the hydroponics program now. And we've expanded across Alaska. And that's one of our fastest growing markets because there are so many isolated villages of 200, 300. We actually have a school in Ar the Arctic Circle is the name of the village, Arctic Circle Village. And I want to say there's 12 students in the 
in the whole school. Oh yeah, it's tiny. And so, but likewise, we're here in rural communities in Nevada, you know, all across Nevada, Ely, um, Mesquite. Sure. I don't know if you call Pahrump rural, but, you know, we're all across Nevada. Sparks mm-hmm. um, in Dayton County. So what this program does is it empowers the students to grow the food for their communities. And when they're small communities, what we realized, even though we're primarily an education company and conservation company, mm-hmm. that these programs can impact the nutritional density of the food that the that the community has Absolutely. access to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a school in western Utah, um, I'm going to say three hours from Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And again, very small school, 25 students, a uh, very rural community. Um, and they said the closest supermarket's two hours away. Ugh. So when they started growing the hydroponics at the school, the principal said what was amazing to him was how it brought the community together. So they had Thanksgiving dinner at the school where they harvested the food from the hydroponic system and they had a really beautiful salad together. So, yeah, I mean, I think the program sort of took on a life of their own. Sure. You know, that we hadn't anticipated. This is completely probably out of the realm of your vision from, <laughs> yeah. from when you started. Yeah. But like, what a surprise. We're speaking with Kira Byrne from Green Our Planet. Uh, this is fascinating. And what a rewarding uh, gig you have. I mean, this is amazing. Um, it's very, very interesting. And I'm sure uh, a lot of people would like to learn more about this is, and, or even get involved. Um, awesome. Do you have programs for volunteers? Yeah, so there's and a number. What would that entail? Yeah, yeah, there's a number of ways they can get involved. One way that I'd love to share that I think is really exciting and they can do right now in the summer is we actually got a grant from the Engelstad Foundation, and they helped uh, that funding helped us scale our program last year to 200 schools, but also to, it's either 17 or 18 libraries here in Clark County. So the Clark County library system is awesome. They are so proactive and progressive, and they are starting to look at libraries less as like a place where you go to borrow a book and more as like a community center where of learning, like a center right. of learning, right? To share information. Right. And so yeah. they came to us and said, hey, we would love to do your hydroponics program at the libraries. Is that possible? And we're like, yes, of mm-hmm. course. And so now 17 libraries ac- across Clark County have our hydroponics program up and running. And if you go to the Clark County Library uh, website for the whole summer, there's classes every day in hydroponics, whether the Summerlin Library, East Las Vegas Library, Indian Springs Library, they all have classes going on. What a great resource for anybody that would like to learn more about hydroponics. hundred percent. That is fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So that's really great. And then on the Greener Planet front, um, when the weather gets cooler, so this is a little like more like September, we are always looking for volunteers to help with our garden cleanups. So if you can write to programs at greenhourplanet.org and say, hey, I want to do a garden cleanup, we can assign you to a garden maybe that's in your neighborhood, a school garden, and you could come and help us clean it up some morning. That would be very helpful. Kind of fun, too, and kind of fun. And kind of fun and good Meet some new exercise. people, get some exercise, yep. learn some new, new things, and yep. yeah, get out there and be a part of your community. 100%. Fantastic. Yep. And then the farmer's market, of course. October sure. 25th, uh, downtown Vegas in the Clark County uh, Government Center in partnership with Marilyn Kirkpatrick, the county commissioner. I love this. Yeah. This is fascinating. Good for you. And your website again? Is greenhourplanet.org. And the hour, O-U-R, greenhourplanet.org. Okay. Fantastic. I, thank you so much for coming in. What a tremendous story. 
This, I mean, I just can't imagine from its beginnings to where you have kind of evolved, what you've evolved into now. You just must be so incredibly proud and <laughs> and grateful. I mean... Proud, grateful, and inspired. really it's a testament. Honestly, it's a testament to our team who mm-hmm. are... I mean, you heard the COVID story. They pivoted on a dime. They're willing to put themselves on camera and do all kinds of things. And they're always willing to innovate, which is, you know, critical. And then to our partnerships from the Angostaff Foundation, Agassi Foundation. Again, Governor yeah. Lombardo just gave us $3 million dollars. You know, to, so we will be in every school in Nevada by the end of 2025. Every school that wants us, every school in Nevada that wants a hydroponics program will have one by the end of 25. So farmers markets everywhere. <laughs> I think it's amazing, too, for the young people, the students, um, they get involved in, you know, a, a community garden, in a school garden. But it's not just about growing and, and you know, harvesting. It gets them thinking and, and, and young people kind of figure out, you know what, I might be good at marketing. You know, I might be good at uh, sales, you know, or whatever aspect of the program they get into, they gain skills and kind of an insight, and it gives them ideas for the future. I mean, it just kind of spreads from there. It's not just a garden. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's- and our team, we always say we are empowering the next generation of scientists, conservationists, engineers, entrepreneurs, right. chefs, sure. farmers. That's what, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's just, you know, it gets them thinking about their future and, and realizing their skills and their strengths and a direction and a path. So good for you and good for you, Green Our Planet. That is just such a fantastic story. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Lauren. I, I really appreciate pre- it. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming in and spending some time with us. Uh, Kira Byrne, CEO of Green Our Planet. Again, you can go to the website and get more information. Definitely check out some of the programs at the Clark County Library. It's just fantastic. Thank you again. Thank you.